I've had sexual experiences where maybe the sex could have been better, but I didn't even try to explore whether or not it could be better. And I think the reason that I didn't do that is because what I realized was that we just wasn't sexual. We probably just wasn't sexual, sexually compatible. So there was a situation where I was compatible with this guy, right? On other levels. Like, I'm like, okay, we vibe on a mental level. I could have like good conversations with him. It was things about him that made him attractive and not even physically. Like literally when I look back at it, I'm like, he wasn't like super cute. He was just like, he was okay looking. He wasn't a bad looking guy. He was tall. He had money. Like it was, it was a lot of stuff about him that I liked, but the sex was mid as fuck, like super, super mid. But through conversations, what I was realizing was that it was some sexual incompatibility and that's what was making things kind of bad because I'm like, oh, am I going to have to teach you everything? Is that something that I want to do? I didn't have, I don't got to teach you all this other shit, but now I got to teach you how to do sex. There very well may be times where you do want to do that. But with this situation, I was I kept giving it a try. I did keep giving it a try, but eventually it fizzled out anyway. So I didn't have to have that like make that decision on my own. I kind of he kind of like smoked himself. So it was like, all right, cool. I don't got to do the tough work. You kind of did it for me, right? I remember specifically like we was sitting on his couch and we watching a movie or whatever. And I'm actually into the movie. Now, if I'm not really into the movie, I don't mind us like, okay, the movie leading to sex or whatever. But I dead ass wanted to watch the movie. So he was like kind of irritating me a little bit. And it, I was not turned on. Like I was not turned on at all. And then he just like, I just want to know how to turn you on. And I was like, oh my God, like just relax. Like there are things that turn me on that have nothing to do with like you actively like pursuing sex in that moment. I like other shit right but I think if we would have had these conversations just in a non-sexual context where it's like oh we just having a regular conversation I think we would have been able to get to know each other on a deeper level to actually determine compatibility or not so today's episode is actually going to touch on compatibility uh people talk about relationship compatibility and whether you can communicate with people and being compatible with somebody on different levels. But sexual compatibility is a real thing and it's super, super important. So we're going to get into that today. It's your freak hostess, Jody, and you're tuned into Provocative. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. I will marry a nigga off some dick because everything else we can work on. And I've, I have uh, sporadic periods of excessive masturbation. I really like how that just sounded. If I fuck you once and it's good, I'm gonna keep fucking you. Cause I didn't start sucking dick until college. Blew in that man's butthole. <laughs> that, that shit is wicked. That shit is. Alright, so determining sexual compatibility with somebody is not super, super easy. 
it is important to take your time though to figure that out and with the previous situation that I just mentioned I wasn't trying too hard I didn't take my time to figure out if we were sexually compatible but there were other instances with different guys and different experiences where I actually did take the time to figure out if we were sexually compatible and you don't have to have sex with somebody to determine if you are sexually compatible. You could literally start by asking certain questions of that person. Once you get to know that person on a, you know, kind of uncovering, unpack their sexual experiences, right? You can figure out like, oh, well, he's done this and I've done this or she did this and I've done this. Where, where are we? Like, are we in the same sexual lane? Am I freakier or kinkier than you? Are you freakier or kinkier than me? Are you at a level that I'm not willing to go? Or am I at a level that you're not willing to go? If you up here sexually, if you at an elevated sexual kind of journey, and they are not where you are sexually, then somebody's going to something is not going to be right. It's not going to be aligned. So that means that if you're at a higher level of experience where it's like, oh, I'm into super kinky stuff, but they aren't into it, then that means that you have one or two choices. You can figure out if they're willing to go there with you. If they are not willing to go on that sexual journey with you, then you're going to be deprived you're going to be deprived of quality experiences or your desired experiences, your desired outcome. If you are at an elevated sexual kind of level, right? And this person is probably a little bit more vanilla than you. Let's say you into bondage and role play and, you know, you, you at a different level. And this person is like, no, I'm not into that and I'm not trying to get into that. And that means that from a sexual gratification, a sexual potential, like a sexual fulfillment, however you want to phrase it, from that perspective, you're not going to you're not going to get the things that you need. Your desires are not going to be fulfilled with this person. So if you try to say like, look, let's try this, let's try that. And they are not receptive to that. And guess what? Your sexual happiness your sex your pleasure what you get out of sex is going to suffer you're going to be deprived and then on the flip side with them they're going to be looking at you like yo why is you into this like they gonna start they may and I don't want to you know automatically assume that people will judge you but it, it happens it happens that's why sometimes when it comes to you know the kinky shit that people be into they don't always like throw it out there. They don't just like, oh, look, I like this. I like that. Um, Dependent on what it is, because if it is kind of out there, like if it's kind of up there on the kink scale, you don't want people to judge you. And it's still a lot of taboos, a lot of shame around sexual energy, sexual expression. And you don't want that. You don't want to experience shame coming from the person that's like, look, I want to have sex with you and I want to share this with you. But you're making it difficult because you're not willing to try. If you try to meet them, you know, like or, you know, at least say like, look, this is where I met with it. I want you here with me. And then they're not receptive. Then you, ha you the other option is like, look, you have to say like. 
we're compatible in all these other areas, but sexually we're not compatible. I cannot. I this this can't move forward. Cause here's the thing: when it comes to those relationships, right? Um, you're gonna want somebody that you're compatible with in all aspects. You can't be compatible with somebody from a, a mental, spiritual perspective, like, oh, your lifestyles and values align, and then y'all not sexually compatible. Guess what? That's a best friend. That's a friend. Like you can literally put somebody, you you can have a friendship with somebody that you're not sexually compatible with because sexual compatibility is not important to the sustainability of that relationship, right? So uh, a lot of conversations really do need to be had early on uh, prior to having sex, preferably because then you don't even have to kind of like you kind of know what you're getting yourself into if you do choose to have sex with somebody. Understanding like, oh, this is this is the stuff that I'm into. This is what I like. This is what I enjoy. And telling them like, look, this is my sexual experience. Like a lot of people uh, get a little touchy-feely when it comes to talking about people's sexual past. But it's important to know about sexual experiences. Like what have you experienced? The same way you want to know like, oh, uh, when it comes to a relationship, why did you and your ex break up? Or you want to know those things so that you understand how they deal with conflict. Well, guess what? I want to know if you ain't had no threesome before. I want to know if you've had, you know, if you've had an orgy. I want to know if you believe in different types of uh, relationship uh, relationship models. I want to know these things because that is going to give me a more informed opinion. And I'll be able to also observe from a different perspective how you navigate sexuality knowing what somebody has already experienced before shouldn't intimidate you you should want to know that because do you really want to have sex with somebody that's like super inexperienced I know I don't me personally like a lot of people be like oh my god this person had sex with this amount of people and I'm like okay are they clean are they practicing safe sex like those are the only things that I care about the number, the actual body count is bullshit. That's bullshit because the number of people that you have sex with, ideally you would be improving, right? Or you just you just fucked a whole bunch of people and then your sex is still whack. Now that's a whole nother unfortunate situation. Very unfortunate, but that's a whole nother topic. But ideally when you're having these sexual experiences, you will be learning and you'll be growing and then you'll be able to bring all the amazing things that you learned on your sexual journey to me, right? And then we can have amazing sex together. But it's super important to communicate those things, though. You have to communicate those things. I wouldn't say on the first date because you don't even, like, I don't. It depends on, like, how soon you know you're going to fuck them, right? Uh, when y'all kind of flirting and stuff like that, like, oh, okay, what are you into? You know, like, it has to be organic. I think that's the that's that's actually the point that I'm trying to make. It has to be organic. You can't force the conversation. Uh, have those conversations and then listen. And then also pay attention to what it is that the other person is, you know, what are they into, right? Um, if you're not compatible, if you're not sexually compatible with somebody, you just have to, you know, after you've tried what you can to like, you know, maybe it's like 
it's not sexual incompatibility, but it might be something else. Maybe this person just, you know, they got to get used to you or whatever the case is. There are different reasons for why people might not. Like, you know, the sex might be bad the first time or the second time. But the third time, if it's bad, then it's like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Um, I'm a bit of a harsh critic because sometimes I'm a one and done. Like, if the sex is weak the first time, I'm pro- I might not give you a second chance. If I give you a second or a third chance, I actually like you. Like, I I like you. And a lot of motherfuckers don't get a second or a third chance. Like, I'll be, mm, I ain't like it. I'm out. Um, If you find yourself in a situation where you do like them in all these other areas and you are trying to figure out, like, oh, maybe we just got to get used to each other, whatever, whatever, then I say take the time, have these conversations, figure out what kind of sexual experiences they've had, what kind of sexual experiences you have. Release your ego from those conversations. Do not allow your ego to uh, cloud your judgment and make you feel like insecure about what you may or may not have experienced. Just be open. Um, I think the more open and honest you are with what you are willing to try or even with your hard boundaries, it is okay for you to say, no, I'm not with that. And it's important for the person that you're with to know um, what you are or are not willing to do sexually so that you guys can figure out next steps. Is it that important to them that you're not into something to where they like, okay, cool. It's not that big of a deal. I think it's also important for, you know, like as you're having these conversations, like not only are you talking about what you guys have previously experienced from a sexual perspective, but also what you, you know, what are your fantasies? What do you want to try? Sometimes you guys can even find common ground there where it's like, oh, yo, like we both, you know, like maybe you have a little bit more experience than me. I'm willing to try it. Now we can kind of set goals and say like, you know what? Let's try this together. Let's do this together. And then that just, you know, that's fun. That's super fun. That's super dope. Like to have somebody where it's like, oh, we want to try something new together. I alluded to this a little bit already, but discuss your boundaries because the boundaries will get you closer to understanding if you're sexually compatible or not. Some one person's boundary is just basically, oh, this is this is my hard no. This is what I do not want to engage in. You can don't try to convince them otherwise on those boundaries. If they say it's a hard no, then that's a hard no. And you leave it at that. Respect people's sexual boundaries. Do not try to trick them into doing some shit. It will not work in your favor. Accept the boundary for what it is. At under, try to understand the boundary. Ask them to, you know, tell you more. Help you understand why that boundary exists. That way you can determine what step you need to take next. A sexual compatibility is about way more than like, oh, is this person cute? Is they sexy? Like, do I want to fuck them? Like, n- that's that's like the very surface level of it, right? Of course, there's there has to be some kind of attraction, and it's it doesn't always have to be physical. It could be mental. I'm someone uh, like, for example, it was this one time I fucked this dude, and I fucked him within like 
the first couple hours of us having a conversation and it had nothing to do with me like looking at him and being like oh you sexy as fuck to me or I'm super attracted to you it had nothing to do with that because actually when I look back and I'm like I didn't really like his face and I be telling people like oh like when I look at a motherfucker I'm like oh I like his face like I'm like I want to I really like that face like you you cute to me like I want to sit on that motherfucker like I like your face but when I was looking at him, I was like, no, like, I just looked at him as, like, a regular-ass person, right? Just like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, he's not ugly, but I just looked at him as a regular person. But then we were having a conversation. And mentally, I was like, oh, my God. Wow. Like, I was mentally stimulated. Like, mentally overstimulated, if you will. But that physical, that initial physical attraction was not there. It was a mental attraction that made me fuck him. Because I'm like, oh, this motherfucker's smart as fuck. And I like smart guys. I really like smart guys because I'm smart. And I like when um, a nigga is like, I like when a man is talking to me and he's talking his shit and is he's very articulate about it. And it just makes me want to shut up and listen to you. And that don't happen often because motherfuckers is not really smart for real. And it has nothing to do with like, oh, you know, education level. Like some people are very well smoking or some people are super knowledgeable about what it is that they're knowledgeable about. And a motherfucker like me, that turned me on. So I think that's what comes with sexual compatibility as well. Like once you know what turns you on when it comes to somebody, you can quickly identify different ways to determine that sexual compatibility as well you can have conversations and determine just through okay this is where you are this is where I am this is where we want to go together sexually you can determine compatibility that way there's no way for someone who's like hypersexual to be completely sexually compatible with somebody that does not like to engage in sex at the same rate as them there's going to be some kind of misalignment and one person is going to be deprived of experiences and we're not we're not we're not depriving people of great sex we're not doing it we're not doing it that's not the that's not a world that I want to live in I do not want to live in a world where I'm deprived of quality sex. And I don't think anybody should deal with that. (laughs) I knew I was not sexually compatible with somebody before I even had sex with them based on the conversations we were having. And it was because I basically did these tips that I'm giving y'all with having these conversations. I asked somebody like, what's the freakiest thing you've done? What's the kinkiest thing you've done? Do you know the difference between being freaky and being kinky? Because they are not the same. Right? Um... You could be freaky because, like, you like to have sex, right? But the, but what makes it kinky is, like, when you take it up a notch where it's like, oh, yeah, I like to have sex, but I really want you to, you know, restrain me and tie me up and, you know, fuck me that way. Where it's like, oh, wait, your ass just got specific with how you want to, you know, get fucked, right? Freaky people just like the freak. Like, oh, I'm horny. I want to, like, you know, fuck on you. I enjoy sex, right? But kinky people are like, look, I want a heightened experience. You can be freaky and vanilla, but you can't be kinky and vanilla. Like, 
kinky is the opposite. Is damn, you know, like it's not the same as being vanilla. You got people that are vanilla, and then you got people that are the kinksters. They go into like what's not normal, what's not vanilla, what's not usual. So that's where you get like the people that's into BDSM. You got the people that are into like you know you have people that are exhibitionists. Nudists, people that like to have sex in front of people. You have people that like to watch people have sex in front of them. That's where you get into like kinks and stuff like that. Uh, you have doms, you have subs, you have switches. You have people that like threesomes, which could you could be freaky and like a threesome. But then what makes it kinky is like, oh, not only is it a threesome, but then y'all incorporated a kink where, you know, toys are involved or y'all doing bondage and y'all restraining each other and y'all got gags and whips and stuff like that like y'all taking it up a notch that makes it unusual so yeah it's levels to this shit right it's levels to you know that so that means it's levels to sexual compatibility and I think sexual compatibility is super important to a long-lasting relationship because Otherwise, it's like, okay, if you're with somebody that you're not sexually compatible with, you're, there's going to be some desire there, some longing there. And if you're not getting, if you're not fulfilling that within your relationship, you are more likely to cheat. That is not saying or excusing people, you know, because I don't, I don't make up excuses for people cheating or anything like that. However, if you know that you're sexually compatible with somebody, I do believe you're less likely to do stuff like that because your those desires are going to be fulfilled. I was having a conversation with this guy and he was talking about all the stuff that he wasn't into or didn't do. Now, I was super grateful for the conversation because it told me in my head, I'm like, I would never fuck you. Like, I would never the motherfucker was like, oh, no, I don't, I'm not into that or whatever, whatever. And then sometimes what you, you find out you're sexually incompatible with somebody in the middle of having sex, too. But we're going to stick with the example of the time I found out I was not sexually compatible with somebody before having sex. So we just having regular conversations. And it's like, oh, I liked being around him. It was cool. I liked, you know, laying up under him. He smelled good. All that shit ain't mean nothing because I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to fuck you. I can't fuck you because it would not. I don't think it would be good and it wouldn't be good because I'm used to a certain experience. I'm used to sex fulfilling this. I'm I'm used to sex being great. And no, I don't want to I don't want it to feel like a chore. I feel like anytime sex feels like a chore you are sexually incompatible. It was another situation where literally it was a guy that I was in a relationship with and I did not realize that we were sexually incompatible until we got into a relationship. And it was like, oh, a couple times, we having sex, we having sex. And I'm like, yo, this shit is a snooze fest every time. Like, I am bored here. And it was because we were sexually incompatible. There was another situation where... I had been having sex with this guy for months and I realized like, yo, again, like we sexually incompatible because if I feel like you running from me, like I'm having sex with this dude and I'm, you know, I'm doing my thing and he like he you running away from me. And I'm over here like like guys that we talk about like women like, oh, don't run, don't run. 
literally this motherfucker was running away from me. And he like, no, nah, I need a minute. I need a minute. And it had nothing like, I don't even think it was a stamina issue. I think he was just like, whoa, this is a, like a lot to take in. Cause I do like to do shit or whatever. And that's cool. <laughs> no judgment, but you're just say, like sexually, sexually, we're not compatible. And of course this guy tried to like come back and was like, oh, you know, he want to fuck again. And I told him no. And he was like, why? And I was like, you be running from me. Like, we not we not sexually compatible. I just said it nice as fuck on here. But I I said something different. I just said, no. Nah. I'm sure I said something smart. I don't know the exact words that I used. But to sum it up, I told him, like, no. Nah, we good. We don't ever got to do that again no more. Like, the last time your ass was running. And I'm just not on that with you. But we could avoid those situations just by saying no to shit that don't align what we trying to achieve sexually. Like, I know that I'm not just trying to fuck somebody just to be fucking them. That's it. If I, if I just want to nut, I'll go masturbate. But if I want a good sexual experience, then I want a good sexual experience. I don't want mediocre sex. I don't want bad sex. That's a choice. I'm not engaging in situation I'm not going into a situation knowing that it's going to be bad and if you find out that you sexually incompatible with somebody you have a decision to make you can either make it good or say no this shit trash I'm walking away from it is the motherfucking takeaway the takeaway is we not engaging in trash sex we want high quality sexual experiences and we will not be deprived of our sexual desires and exploring our sexuality. So with that comes determining sexual compatibility with the people you have sex with. So, yeah, on that note, we out. Before you go, I want to remind you to embrace your inner hoe. Thank you for tuning into Provocative. And don't forget to follow us on all streaming platforms. Happy hoeing. PR. H-O-E-D-O-C-A-T-I-V-E Spell with the word hoe because deep down, we all got some hoe in us. And this is your safe space to be unapologetically provocative. Oh, is my ground too masculine? Put the nigga in missionary and yeah. the <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>